From the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between, this is the 5050 Podcast, powered by National Scouting Report. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 Podcast. Powered by our proud partners, NSR Now. NSR Now, they are the world's leading authority on all athletic recruiting and the number one promoter of high school student athletes to U.S. colleges, U.S. coaches and colleges around the country. You can get more information on what they're about on social media, on Twitter, Twitter X, I guess we can call it, right? At NSR Now, as well as on Instagram at NSR underscore now. And you can also get more information on what they're about on their website at nsr Inc. Dot com. My next guest, he is, uh, we're very excited to have him here. He is uh, a man that I guess we could really say around the state doesn't need much of an introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He is the president of TASCO as well as the head women's soccer coach of Katie Tompkins. He is coach Jared Shipman. Coach, how are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. How are you, Hector? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited here. Excited to have you here. Digging your, uh, your setup there, your background. I saw Saw the Liverpool scarf, and I immediately knew I'm gonna I'm gonna love this guy. I'm gonna love yes. this guy. So, all right, <laughs> all right, awesome. So, tell us what's going on, Coach. Man, uh, we're just getting started. Uh, school year's kicking off. You know, mm-hmm. we're starting to get everything ready for the Tasco Clinic. Um, you know, putting everything together, and really excited about this year and this season. Yeah, awesome. And I, I it's, I mean, in. My previous conversations, obviously, I was there last year, got to experience it for myself behind the scenes with the podcast, and then just all the conversations I've had, obviously, with uh, with Coach Jimmy Kruger. It's just, it's such a massive, you know, such a massive thing with so many moving parts, so can't commend you guys enough on that. Uh, so, President of Tasco, right, what, in terms of your role, right, what what does that mean, what does that mean for the, the everyday coach around the state, maybe? or some people that may not be as familiar with the task organization. What is your, your role as president? What is, what does that look like? So my role as president actually started when I first got on the board, right? So to, uh, to, to serve on Tasco was something that I always wanted to do, help give back to uh, the people around the state. And so I ran as the regional director and I was the rookie. And so that was a three-year term. I learned a lot. It was great networking and I got to give back to the game that has given so much to me. And so after that, um, the conversation was had about me possibly running for vice president, which is a three-year term as well. You go vice president, president, Mm -hmm. past president. But um, now I'm in my second year of that role. um, And as president, you know, my responsibilities are, you know, being president of Tasco and putting on this clinic um, in the fall, which is one of our biggest things. I've learned so much from it, um, being a coach and it just kind of kicks off the season. Um, so we really focus on the clinic as the president, you're kind of in charge of help put that together. 
And then, you know, we segue into, you know, um, the state tournament and the all-star game. And it's just kind of overseeing that everything runs smoothly. All these great things that the people before us at Tasco have put together. Um, and I'm honored to be able to kind of help put my stamp on it and kind of help people uh, continue to grow this game in the state of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have so many new coaches entering the profession, right? Entering, um, maybe first time, maybe first time soccer coaches at the high school level, or maybe they're new to the sport and soccer is their second, their second sport. Right. But in general, when, uh, when, when those people, or maybe even parents, right, they hear Tasco, they hear the, they hear the name Tasco. What should, what should they think? Tell us who, who is Tasco or what so, is Tasco? Like my goal, and you know, I think this is what happens a lot when you hear Tasco is it's an organization that's trying to give back to high school soccer, um, mm -hmm. trying to promote high school soccer. There are so many fantastic coaches um, in this great state that do so much for these kids, and it's it's about soccer, but it's about these student athletes too, and about them growing and you know growing up through the game. And so, hopefully, when they hear Tasco, they hear you know an organization that's giving back to the community of Texas high school soccer. Mm -hmm. Right. Well said. Well said. So membership. Right. Why does membership matter and what what does that look like? So the membership um, is important because, you know, we've done a really good job, I feel like, as Tasco and organization of trying to get stuff to our members, giving them options to, you know, continue to grow as a coach, like with our clinic and the people we're bringing in. Um, it helps get their kids recognition when we do our awards at the end of the year, all state and stuff like that. Academic um awards for all state getting to re be recognized at the all-star game for their seniors um we just want to make sure that we're helping grow the coaches that need help um and that could be a first-year coach that could be a 30-year coach every time i personally have been to the clinic there's something i've learned we've been yeah. bringing in some fantastic speakers and they have uh some great sessions and if, if you're not if you're not learning you're not growing as a coach and i think these uh these things that we've set up are helping that. And at the end of the day too, we want to recognize our kids. And I think we help promote those kids and help them continue to grow as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, last year, you know, last year was our, our first year in attendance as the podcast. Right. And uh, we were, we were fortunate enough, blessed enough to be, be invited by you all as your guests. And, you know, it was, it was our first year running with that. And uh, it was it was an it was an eye opener in certain re certain regards for me for the you know for the podcast team, but also, um, but it was just I love the fact that you know in connecting with Coach Kruger it was he kind of had the foresight and in speaking with you know with you all with the board about wanting to bring the podcast so that was something that was new last year that was a change right what uh, before we get to the actual convention itself right but any changes or any new pieces. Uh, regarding the convention this year, similar to like what I just mentioned uh, from last year. Is there anything new uh, that you can mention to us this year? Yeah, um, there's a couple of things that we've kind of tweaked. We've actually expanded the convention a little bit. We're going to have a few more uh, speakers um, mm -hmm. and two more field sessions. So we're trying to bring more content. We're going to have uh, Stephen Mackey come in and do kind of a keynote at the end mm -hmm. of the, the sessions on Friday. And then we're going to have some small school socials because there there's a lot of talk in Texas of expanding high school soccer past the 4A level. Right. Um, and so we're going to try to bring these 3As and 2As in and get them involved as well. And, you know, just continue to help kind of grow it and just give more and more to these coaches to to take in. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well said. You know, the what was such a great um, – you know, there at uh, in Houston, 
the uh, the THSCA coaches, you know, the coaching school, right? The Texas High School Coaches Association convention back in the summer, back in July, the soccer social um, that was hosted there, it was uh, was was a great hit. You know, it was it was a great time. So I think those opportunities always help tremendously. Absolutely. Um, you know, having that social at the stadium where the Dynamo yeah. and the Cubs play was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought that was a great setting, great backdrop for right. that that event. And, you know, like you said, the socials are great because it's just camaraderie and it's getting to talk to other coaches and it's 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 the brotherhood and, you know, literally learning from each other and just getting to see each other. We work very hard and it's kind of nice to get to talk to other coaches in kind of a more relaxed setting as opposed from across the yeah. field or in the field. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Tell us tell us a little bit more about the the Tasco the Tesco convention experience, what should maybe, what should coaches expect? Um, you know, they should expect to have some quality speakers and quality uh, floor sessions happening. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it's great for networking. It's great getting to know your fellow coaches. Um, it, it's really good for just growing as a coach. The, the sessions that we have this year, I think are, you know, spot on. They're, they're, they go from anywhere from a first year coach to a 30 year coach. Everything that we are trying to do, we're trying to be able to help every coach, no matter what stage in their career they are. Um, going to the convention is something that I think every young coach should do because they kind of get to see how the inner workings of everything yeah. are happening. Um, it, I, I can't say enough how much it helped me as a young coach being mm -hmm. able to down to the convention and just kind of get to know people and see how things are done and have a different uh, point of view on what's happening. Yeah. You know, what, what struck me last year was I was, I was surprised, you know, and I thought, I thought I got there early and I was surprised how many, <laughs> how many coaches were already there. But then the other one, really the big eye opener was how many coaches were, you know, we were like what a day and a half in and how many coaches were still showing up, right? We're still, you know, registering, what have you. Um, so is there a goal or a projected goal or a thought? Have you guys kind of had some sort of, some sort of metric, some sort of measuring stick that you guys are aiming for as far as coaches in attendance this year? Any thought um, on that? Yeah, there's, there's always been thought on that. We're always trying to grow it. Um, right. You know, I think a thousand's the magic number. We've been mm -hmm. pretty close the last couple of years, just couple, you know, 20, 30 shy. So right. you know, if we can break the 1,000 mark, that would be huge for us. Um, you think about the number of schools in Texas getting coaches down there, like that's a big number. And yeah. if we can make that happen, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> right. And I know a lot of people have had, there's been different, and I'm, I know you've heard it, there's been different schools of thought, lots of opinions on, hey, why, why in Galveston, right? Why, you know, why all the way down there? Can we do something a little bit more central? I've had that conversation with multiple people. Mm -hmm. um, but to see it firsthand logistically, I, it was a better understand. It served as a better understanding for me as to why, you know, because the Moody, Moody Garden staff, they just they do a tremendous job of taking care of us down there. And uh, so it was a big eye opener from that perspective. Not to say that other places can't, but I can see just in terms of just the, uh, you know, the the warmer weather, given the given the time of year and just the setup, the layout, it does make it pretty convenient. Yeah, I mean, Moody Gardens have been, has been wonderful to us. They they take care of us. Anything we ask, you know, having just this the the field session floor set up like it does. There's not a lot of other convention places that let us go in there and kick balls. You know, 80, 90 <laughs> miles an hour, and um, you know, they right. laid carpet last year. It's 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 
fantastic. Anything we ask for, they're accommodating. Um, and, you know, we would like to have it more centrally. We've explored those options. It's just, you know, as an organization, financially making sense and doing right by our members, um, Galveston is the one that makes sense right now. Yeah. Um, it's not saying that we're going to be there forever, but, you know, it's something that is working really well, in my opinion, for most coaches right. around this around the state. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned the, you mentioned Stephen Mackey. What other speakers, clinicians that you can share are, are lined up for this year? So we're still working on a few of them, but we got some big names coming in. Um, we have Adam Birchall from Arsenal. He's the U17 Arsenal uh, head coach, the U18 assistant coach. He's going to do a couple floor sessions and do a, a session in the uh, in a speaking session as well. Mm -hmm. It's going to be focusing on starting the attack, finishing the attack. Um, he's going to be fantastic. We have a couple guys from USC. We have the new director of education, Rob Herringen, coming in from mm -hmm. USC United Soccer Coaches. Right. And he's also going to bring along um, another great one, Jason Pendleton. Um, they're going to be doing a special topics course, um, and it's going to be focused on defending in the mid, high, and low block. Um, yeah. So you can pay your 25 bucks and you get a diploma from USC um, nice. showing that you know you can defend in the high, mid, and low block. Uh, right. So that, that'll be a really good one to watch. Um, we have Joan Bertomu coming in from RGV Toros. He's their strength and conditioning guy. Um, so he's going to be great. He's going to do a, a field session and then he's going to do a classroom session as well. Um, piggyback on that. I'm really excited. Uh, we have Fred the Cranian coming in from the international soccer school. Um, he's, he's, he's awesome to get to talk to. He's going to, uh, talk about positionless soccer, which I think is something where the game's kind of heading. It's the idea of, you know, you're not necessarily playing a forward and you're playing a shape, right. Um, replace, et cetera. He'll, he'll be awesome. I mean, the list just keeps going on. We have some very quality high school speakers coming in. Um, we have Caitlin Eidson coming in. She's a Seven Lakes coach over here. She's got her B license. She's going to do a fantastic job. Um, I'm just really excited. I mean, I could list, you know, five, five, ten more people. We have a couple in the works that I think are going to make it even bigger. So I'm right. dynamite lineup. Right. Know. So, and I imagine as far as uh, all your, you know, social media channels, website, the that schedule any where where are we at as far as timeline as far as schedule announcement of you know the final schedule being locked in speakers because i know you can read i know registration is already open but when will that be released so registration's open um we are working on getting that final schedule out we have the schedule set we're just working on finalizing some topics that people are coming mm -hmm. out with and we don't want to put anything out there without you know topics completely nailed down because right. all of our all of our sessions too are going to be put in sports session planner um and so they'll be able to up on our screen while they're presenting on the floor you'll be able to see their actual drill happening and so we want to make sure that we're able to do that as well synced up with topics um our, our ideal is to have it locked down in the next couple of weeks um, and get that schedule out there. It'll be a digital program. So you'll be able to get online, look at it, and we'll have everything ready to uh, rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I saw that last year. That was a pretty sweet setup with the sports session planner while, while it was live. So great stuff. Uh, got a greetings shout out here from uh, Coach Rafa Castorena, my uh, fellow co-host of Inside Texas High School Soccer. So shout out to, uh, to Rafa. Um, Coach, so we this year right i mean so there's obviously still things still things uh in the works what had you from from the convention perspective 
whether it's something new, something different, just a name, what has you personally maybe the most excited about this year that's maybe going to make this this year a little different? Um, we, we, we sat down and talked. Um, you know, Coach Kruger is an amazing, amazing asset for Tasco. Um, mm -hmm. And we sat down and talked as a board afterwards and talked about how can we improve it. And we came up with a couple of things, just like little things to make it more spectator friendly, get more out of it. But able it, being able to get Adam Birchall from Arsenal across the pond over here in a, in a reasonable, like, it's going to be amazing. I'm super right. stoked. This guy has, has gone up through the whole academy ranks with Arsenal. He started with the little guys and now he's, he's doing the kids that we coach in high school's age right now with yeah. a premier league team. Very cool. And you know, his, his record uh, as a professional is amazing as well. I think him coming over and doing three sessions is, is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, getting a little, getting a little bit of the Premier League over here is awesome. I, I'm pretty excited about that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we won't hold it against them that it's Arsenal, right? No, we won't no. hold it against them. So, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely excited to have Adam on here. That a tremendous, just a tremendous opportunity for coaches around the state of Texas, and you know, just you know, just speaks to the volumes more of what Tasco is trying to do for Texas high school soccer. So, speaking of Texas high school soccer coach, just. Kind of wanted to ask you general thoughts on the state, uh, the current state of our game, Texas high school soccer here across the state. I think it's growing and growing fast. You know, I mentioned earlier that they're talking about trying to get 3A soccer in. Um, I think that's huge for our game. Um, that it, It's come such a long ways. And I feel the UIL has done a good job of listening to what we need. Um, and the, it's continuing to grow. I think we're getting to be like, a huge, a huge number of kids are becoming more and more involved in the high school soccer scene. Um, I, I love to see that, you know, sometimes at school soccer is mentioned first over maybe football, you know, um, <laughs> we are in Texas. I get it, but you know, bleed soccer through and through um, the, the game is expanding rapidly. The, the amount of coaching and how good some of these coaches are in this state is awesome to see. You're getting Absolutely. high quality coaches. You're getting high quality players. Um, it, the Texas high school soccer, you walk, walk out there on a Friday night and you see a quality product in, in every time we step out there. So I just love it. Um, I think the game is continuing to grow. So, mm -hmm. yeah. What has maybe in the last, since the pandemic, we'll say, right. What has, what have you noticed as the biggest change in, in our game as far as at, here in Texas, in across the state? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing, like getting people out of the pandemic, getting people in the seats again, you know, that atmosphere of high school soccer is so cool when you get a big crowd out to the game. It's right. a little, little colder. You got everybody in the stands and they're cheering. And, you know, coming out of the pandemic, we didn't really have as many people coming out to the games. And I think people are starting to kind of come back out. You know, everybody's doing a really good job of promoting it. I think especially too, a lot of the schools now have the VOs and the huddles and there's live streaming. Um, but I still think even though that great tool that we had during, uh, during the pandemic, we got to get people out to this, to the field and see it, support these athletes. I mean, there's nothing cooler than, than scoring a goal or beating a team and your whole communities in the stands going crazy. I mean, that's such a cool feeling. Yeah. I mean, live stream is great. It's convenient, but it doesn't replace right yeah. now. But I completely agree. Completely agree. So next one, you look into your crystal ball here, right? Maybe we talked about the state of the game currently, maybe some of the changes you've seen in, since the pandemic. 
where do you see, can you identify a couple of, maybe a couple of big just changes, hope for the better in terms of our game? Where do you see our game going in maybe the next five years? Yeah. Um, so we've been talking with a, a couple people, a couple of, uh, you know, people that are putting some stuff together and just the high school game itself is getting so much more technical. There's so much more going on into it. Um, you know, I, we're getting more and more college recruiting coming from the high school level. And, you know, we love club soccer. It's amazing. We, we are starting to work together a lot better. I think mm -hmm. the biggest step we could take is high school soccer and club soccer, you know, working together hand in hand to do what's best for these kids. And we're taking that step. And, you know, we always want to take the next step and make that even better um, because, you know, club soccer and high school soccer coexist together and it, it, it could be a wonderful thing. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that happen. Well said. Absolutely. Well said. So, you know, we start, tr we start transitioning here a little bit, coach. Um, your role as the head women's soccer coach there at Katie Tompkins, you know, you advanced, finished second in 196A last year, very tough, very tough district and um, advanced to the regional quarterfinal where you bowed out to eventual regional finalists in Stratford. Yes. Um, what, in terms of last season, right, when you look back on it going forward into this season, how much did last year's experience and maybe the players you have returning, how is that helping springboard springboard you into this season? Oh, man, we're super excited this year. Last year, we started four freshmen in all year and they're growing. Wow. Um, you know, we're 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 looking at it. We're super young. We we graduated a couple really key players that were seniors, but these younger kids are really stepping up. You know, we've had some pretty good pretty good runs here at Tompkins in the past, you know, state finalist in 17 and 19 and then 20, we were nationally ranked again and the pandemic shut us down. So we just right. kind of continue to grind as a program and these girls always step up. They work hard. I mean, we're in the weight room, just busting our butt right now. Um, nice. I'm so nice. proud of how they responded last year because, you know, that's we we've been knocked out by Stratford the last two years in a row and they're a great right. program, a great team. And I love battling with them. Hey, you, you said that I didn't. Okay. They're a great team. Uh, Coach Walters is on the Tasco board with us. He's a great right. guy. Um, but you know, great program, great program. Absolutely. And we love playing them and we just, you know, our, our goal is to get to a regional tournament and see what happens. You know, the ball's got to bounce your way sometimes, but you know, if we put in the hard work now, um, we're excited to get, see what happens right how, how would you describe making those runs into the playoffs in your region right and <clears throat> excuse me in region three how would you describe the i guess if you could describe the personality of the soccer played in in your region if if you know maybe i mean and maybe you haven't really kind of clearly been able to establish or point to a personality trait or characteristics but how would you describe it in your region well, I think for us specifically in our district starting out, it's iron sharpens iron, you know, like mm -hmm. we, we bang heads, seven lakes, great program, you know, this whole district top to bottom, it's a fight every night. And I think it prepares us for the, uh, the playoff run there. You know, when we, when I first started at Tompkins nine years ago, um, there was a good run where it was Katie versus Katie teams in the regional final. And we always attested that to how tough our district was and how tough that we make each other going into playoffs, but, you know, there's so many other great quality teams in this region too. You know, Ridge Point's been to the state tournament two years in a row. They're a fantastic team. I mentioned Stratford earlier and you never, you, you're always going to have a great, great fight in the playoffs 
And, you know, the characteristic of this region, I think, is we're tough and gritty. We're going to play till the final whistle and we're going to make you earn it. Um, and there's been some great games um, year in, year out. And you just you just kind of sit back sometimes and you're in awe of how much these girls actually give out there on the field. And it's just it's fun to watch. It's fun to witness. And, you know, even when you lose in, in the playoffs, you look across at the other side and, you know, they're elated, they're happy. But you also recognize how hard they worked at the same time. And it's just it's just a cool experience. Um, these student athletes work so hard and just getting to see them rewarded for their efforts. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff. So you look forward to 2024, right, with your with your group, with your squad. Yeah. What what do you feel? What will be different about this year? And this is kind of a two-parter for you. What what will be different, in your opinion, about this year? And what maybe has you the most excited about this year's team? Just growth. I mentioned how young we were. You know, mm-hmm. um, we have quite a few underclassmen still. Um, I'm excited because they're completely bought in. They're working hard. Um, I mean, they're, the amount of work that they are putting in to make sure that we continue to grow as a program and continue to get better. It's, it's just awesome to see, um, you know, there's not a lot of motivation having to come from our coaching staff right now because they're, they're, they're motivating each other. Um, there's a lot of responsibility between them to make sure that they're working hard. And I'm, I'm just excited to see where it takes them because it's kind of fun when a team, you know, kind of leads intrinsically and they just, they get after it and they're just excited for what, what the future comes. So. Right. Well said, great stuff. Um, so coach, this, this marks the end of our, of our buildup segment one, uh, we're going to get ready. Going to, going to pick on you. Just kidding. Uh, we'll have, uh, our counterattack segment, but before we do, let us tell you about a couple of our good friends first starting off with our good friends at Gipper. So Gipper is the way schools, athletic departments, ADs, and coaches create world-class marketing content, join over 2,500 coaches, ADs, and programs that use Gipper to create high quality visual branded graphics for your program. The best part, anyone can do it in seconds on any device without needing any design experience. If you do have significant design experience, you are the power user that they like to refer to, then you'll really love this because you have so many more options at your disposal. So, and the best part is you get to just for being a listener of the 5050 podcast, you can receive, you're going to save money right away. You can receive, <clears throat> excuse me, you can receive 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. Simply visit, visit gipper.com slash partner slash 5050 to learn more. Again, that's gipper.com slash partner slash 5050. And our other good friends, our good friends at Global Scarves, my, my buddy Kyle Wall and company, um, they've been doing a tremendous work in support of our game in the state of Texas. I know they'll be one of the vendors in attendance, right, Coach? Um, yes, sir. At, uh, at the Tasco convention in November. Um, so Global Scarves, right? They are is Global Scarves is a top provider of custom knitted custom knitted scarves, beanies, and un, and other fan merchandise in the United States. All merch is fully custom with free design services and free shipping on all orders. You can contact them at info at globalscarves.com to get any free designs, quotes built up for your school, club, or maybe personal, you know, personal ones for maybe your, you know, group of supporters that you want to, you want to do for. So again, you can contact them at info at globalscarves.com and mention the podcast, the 5050 podcast, or use the code, uh, hashtag 5050 pod, and they'll be sure to take care of you. So great stuff. Um, we mentioned that was one of the things we didn't really get a chance to talk about, Coach, was in terms of vendors, right, just the sheer volume of vendors. What is the number of 
vendors that you, that you know of, or the, at least right now, that maybe will be be in attendance? Is there any new vendors? Something that has you excited? Yeah, we have we have quite a few vendors coming in. You know, Global Scarves is one of them. Um, I'm really excited about our we we partnered with uh, Building Champions. They're going to be a really cool one. That's a recruiting service. We're excited about that. Of course, we have Adrenaline coming in. Um, and, you know, American Challenge is another great one. They've always been a really great partner with us um, at Tasco. You know, that's where they get the cool soccer balls and stuff when they get in as part of your package. Right. Uh, we've been working with Beyond Pulse, um, and they're really great um, for analyzing analytics from from your, your data, from your kids running around on the field. Um, VO, of course, we talked about that as well. Right. And our main sponsor, you know, we get all these, we get all these great goals out there, quick goal with all their equipment and stuff. They are really great to us and Hummel, <laughs> we're in Hummel right now. They're, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I dig the Hummel gear. I love yeah. that. The Hummel shirts too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still tell the story. I actually got to meet him. Coach Purcell. I met him at the, uh, high school coaches or the convention, right. The coaching school back in July. But, uh, I still tell the story about last year when he won, he won the goals from quick goal. Right. And he, yeah. and my man drove right in a bus all the way down there to transport. <laughs> I awesome. said, I found that that story was hilarious. I thought they were joking with me when they first yeah. told me that story, but I was like, Nope, Nope. So uh, great stuff. I saw him load up a, sh a shelter one year on a yellow dog. They like took it apart and put it in the bus and the bag really? and drove it up there. That was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> How did they, well, you'll have to tell me more offline, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. So, all right, coach. So time for a counterattack segment. So this is where we get to ask you some random off the wall questions, so both soccer and non-soccer related. And uh, like we, like we said, just kind of, Hey, just, you know, do your, do your best. And we're pretty sure that you can do it on a cold, cold, rainy night in Stoke coach. All right. So here we go. First one, any game day as a coach now, all right. All of these apply as a coach, not as a player. Cool. Any game day superstitions or rituals? Oh man. Uh, we actually have two that me and my assistant coach do every, every time we always, we always got to get our pregame lift in, but then uh, when we all get right. to playoffs, we have, we have to make a half court shot on the basketball court before we go out <laughs> wow. and we do that before every playoff game. <laughs> sometimes it happens quick. Sometimes it takes a while. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the, uh, what's the longest that's taken? Uh, there was, there was one time before a regional final that I didn't think we were going to leave the gym. It took a while. I bet we were in there 25, 35 minutes trying to make a half court wow. shot. Wow. And then yeah. Hey, I like the pregame lift though. That's the first I've heard of that one. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It just kind of, you know, sets the mood. You feel good, you know, out yeah. there rock and roll. So, right. Great stuff. All right. Next one. Strangest thing in your refrigerator right now. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I have a ton of salsas in my refrigerator. I really like like hot sauce and salsa. And I don't know yeah. that that's strange, but I think the amount in the refrigerator is probably strange. There's probably yeah. 10, 12 different bottles of. <laughs> Hot sauce, salsa. So, what is it with you, soccer coaches, and Katie? I think I'm pretty sure Jimmy said the same thing. Really? <laughs> when I, I'll have to go back, but I'm pretty sure Jimmy said something along those lines. Wow. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was definitely something uh, hot sauce related or something. But yeah, I have to go back to that. So we like our spicy food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I got to go out there. Yeah. All right, next one. Greatest sports movie. Oh man. Uh, that that one put me on the spot. I have a couple uh, couple couple movies that I just love. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to pick one, man. It's hard to pick one. Um, yeah, I I have three. I have three that are like my tied for number one. I yeah, 
yeah man um i would like to say one of the greatest sports movies i i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to say it and then like five minutes later be like no 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 that's not what i meant <laughs> um you know for some reason one that keeps coming to my mind is uh man uh geez let's go with uh rudy's a great one i think that one's good but i don't greatest sports movie We'll come back to that one. How about that? Well, let me think for a second. All right. All right. We'll come back to that one. All right. If not, <clears throat> excuse me, if not a coach and educator, you would have been what? Um. So I, if I wasn't a coach or an educator, I started out doing architecture as my major, um, oh. at Texas Tech. And I really liked the idea of, you know, building buildings, building things like that. Um, so I'd probably end up being architecture, I would say. Really enjoyed oh. that. Nice. So. All right. Yeah, definitely pays a little bit more than coaching and teaching. Yes, it probably does. But, you know, I love what I do. So absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. Uh, superpower question number one, invisible or mind reader? Oh, I I would take mind reader. You, you could yeah. really make sure uh, you could accomplish a lot if you knew what people were thinking. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Think as a coach, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, yeah. So uh, next one, Jared Shipman is appointed the soccer czar in America, right? You're in charge of everything, right? Everything. Okay. First decision, first change you make tomorrow. What is it? Um, first change I make in soccer. Um, I would honestly, at the high school level, I feel like it's a, it's a free avenue to uh, get kids involved. And I would put more money into the high school level soccer and kind of help grow high school as a, as, a, as high school soccer is a sport across the United States and mm -hmm. you know, tap into that because, you know, you have the facilities already built and you have the coaches. So let's continue to try to grow that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Next one. Uh, who would play you in a movie? Oh, man. I would like to say Robert Downey Jr., but doing, I doing like, the life story of Jared Shipman. Right. It doesn't have to look like you can maybe be personality or just a favorite actor. Who would play you? Robert Downey Jr. is definitely more handsome than me, but I'll probably have to say Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong there, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> as long as it's supposed to be a comedy, I guess, yeah, right? For sure. So. <laughs> All right. Next one. Current music playlist. Oh, man. I've been real heavy into uh, some Tyler Childers lately. Um, oh, okay. Zach Bryan. Yeah. Um, I go to a lot of concerts. That's something that me and my wife actually do a lot. We probably go to... Nice. You know, 12 15 concerts a year listen to about everything um so i love music so all right that's 12 to 15 a year wow yeah, yeah. we go uh, to a lot <laughs> i think i've been to 15 in my lifetime but yeah. yeah awesome all right current and you're gonna kind of put yourself on the spot here a little bit and not sure how much of a pot of a podcast listener you are but current podcast playlist if any uh i listen to uh i listen to a few um i like i like picking through Joe Rogan a lot. I like listening yeah. to some of his guys. He does a great yeah. job. I mean, he's the original podcaster pretty much. You right. know? Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. Um, always listen to 50, 50. I mean, it's right. all right. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So, yeah, no, uh, I, I would say, um, I like, uh, yeah, probably, probably mostly Joe Rogan. That's what I'm, I'm rolling with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. He's the, he's the, he's the king when it comes to podcasting, right? Yeah. Definitely the king. So, 
talking would, points is another good one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Say that again. Uh, talking points is another good one. I listened yeah. to that one too. So yeah. I teach government. So <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting ready to start one for, um, it's called, uh, we're actually using it in English class right now. So the, so serial podcast, right? Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you're familiar with that one. So yeah. kind of true crime stuff that we're, that's going to be tied into into an actual writing project, which is going to be, it's, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, next one. How would your players describe you? Um, I think, I think they would describe me as somebody that immensely cares, right? I want what's best for them. Um, I want to make sure that they uh, are taken care of and I want to do right by them. I tell them all the time. And I think they would agree with me is I'm going to tell them the truth. They may not want to hear what I'm going to tell them, but I'm not going to mm -hmm. lie to them. And I'm going to be very honest and straight up. So I think that's something that I would assume that they they would say about me, or at least I hope so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. What um, uh, what do you wish? Something you wish some uh, advice you would have been given when you were first when you were first entering coaching. What do you wish you would have been told? Man, I think everybody's kind of on the same page here. When you're in your 20s, you think you know everything, right? Um, you know, play soccer your whole life and you get there and you think you know everything. And I just, I wish somebody would have told me, because I know now it's like, you know, ask for help. If you don't understand something, especially in the teaching coaching side, like ask for help. Right. Um, you know, when I first started coaching, I was, I was 23 years old, you know, and then you think about it. Some of those kids are 18 or 19. You're not much older than them. Right. Mm -hmm. So just ask for help when you, uh, when you don't know something and continue to grow, rely on those older coaches because, you know, they, they know what they're doing. They've been around doing it. So. What would you say? How long that, you know, cause that's a great, that's a, it's a great point. Yeah. What would, about how long into your coaching career were you when you finally realized, okay, I need to ask for help. Like how far, how far into it were you? So I think, you know, as an assistant coach, um, I was assistant coach and I had a great mentor in Josh O'Deer. He's, he's at Cy Creek right now. And he, he kind of taught me how to run a program. When I first started assistant coach, I thought I knew it and he would do things and I would be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I would ask him and he just kind of helped, helped me learn how to build a program because there's so much more to running a high school program than just coaching soccer, right? Especially okay. on the girl side, it's, it's managing personalities and it's making sure that, you know, we're, we're in there having fun. Um, but at the same time, it's like you got to run your program and you got to make sure that you are growing as a program every year. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would say probably four or five years into my my career, I was like, man, I these people know more than me. They've done this. So I just need to listen to them and sit back and, and take everything in I can. Um, and still to this day, you know, I'm 38 years old now and I I. I'm always looking to other people to see what they do and ask for help. And, you know, I can always do something better because I said it earlier, if, you, if you're not growing as a coach, you know, what are we doing? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm a firm believer of that. If the moment it, the moment I, I lose the drive to want to get better and, and grow and learn as a coach, it, that's, I think that's yeah. my sign to, uh, to hang them up. Right. Uh, me personally. So for sure. Uh, all right, superpower question number two. The ability to speak every language or talk to animals? Oh, I would love to talk to animals, man. I, I love animals. I have two dogs. They're amazing. Um, what kind? What do you got? What kind? So I got a, about a 90-pound golden doodle, and he's just a ball okay. of energy wow. and fluff. Um, he's, he's, he's the young guy. He's only like three, and he's fun. He's got the best personality. 
and then we have mm -hmm. our uh, adopted adopted little mutt that's about 14 she's terrier oh, wow. about 20 pounds and she, yeah. she's awesome too she's got on up there but you know i i love my dogs they're amazing yeah. pearl and max <laughs> sounds like the odd couple there that you got yeah so. <laughs> well so talk to animals that's what we're going with yeah that's yeah. what we're going with gotcha sweet all right next one if you could go back in time, right, with what you've learned, kind of a little bit of what you were discussing right now with coaching, right, what you've learned in coaching, yeah. if you could go back and maybe now coach you back in high school with what you've learned, right, what would, how would you coach you? Um, so, what you know, I had great high school coaches. Um, and, you know, I always thought in high school, like, like we all did, it's like, oh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm awesome. Um and, you know, going back, I would tell myself, like, put in more work, right? You know, be up there early, lift in more, you know, getting your touches in every day. You know, you're not always you're not always going to be able to do this. So mm -hmm. put in the work while you can and continue to to just enjoy it. Right. Um, and I would tell myself too, like, even enjoy the losses. Right. Um, I remember being in high school and club in high school, you lose a game and it was just it was like the end of the world sometimes. And it's like, but, you know, if. I always tell my kids specifically too, it's like, if you put everything you had in the game out there, there's nothing to be upset about, right? You can be right. upset because you lost, but as long as you gave every effort, walk off that field with your head held high. So yeah, yeah, definitely. No yeah, yeah. Great, great, uh, great words for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, coach, final one. Funniest, <laughs> you'll love this one. Funniest Tasco convention moment that you can share. <laughs> that you can share. <laughs> that funniest Tasco convention moment. Uh, I'm going to share this one. I don't know that it's been talked about a lot, but a couple years ago at Tasco, there was nobody out there on the field, and uh, a certain someone was out there shooting some shots, and another coach joined, and we decided to start hitting volleys. Ball comes up, coach hits the volley, it goes straight into the chandelier up in the up in the oh. sky and just rains glass. <laughs> and I'm just like, wasn't me. <laughs> well, how did uh how did how did the staff uh, handle that one when after uh, that happened? I went and got a broom and I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and we cleaned it up. Tasco, um, Moody Gardens was great. They're like it happens, and yeah. They, they cleaned it up. I can still pick that chandelier out at, at the convention, though. <laughs> You'll have to show me. You'll have, I want now. I want to see it All right, right now that you told me the story. So great I'll, stuff. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, coach, this has been tremendous. We've absolutely loved having you. Thank you for um, thank you for your time, and uh, you know for all your efforts. What you're doing for uh, Texas high school soccer, not only as a coach, you know there at Katie Tompkins. You know we wish you and your girls the absolute uh, best of luck this this upcoming season. But also as president of Tasco, that's a large undertaking, and you definitely have to be a servant leader because, again, that's not something you do for, for the money, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so cannot thank you enough for being here, joining us, giving us all this great information. Uh, before we let you go, we've got a couple of questions for you. Give us um, where can we get more information on the Tasco convention, dates, registration, all that stuff. Uh, for sure. So if you go to tasco-soccer.com, it's got everything up there. You can follow us on the, the socials, um, Twitter or X. It's just Tasco Soccer. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure I'm going to double check that because yeah. I don't want to tell you wrong. But it's just Tasco Soccer on, on X and then Facebook as well. And um, I think, it's, I think it's the same on Instagram too, right? Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at Tasco um, Soccer. 
And then, you know, if you go to our, uh, if you go to our website, you can get a lot of information through our sports use. Um, mm-hmm. So we have sports use specific for each region and a general um, sign up there. You can also, if you're a member on those sports use, you can put any games that you need picked up or uh, open tournaments and stuff like that too, as well. So Tasco soccer, Tasco dash soccer.com. Okay. And that's where they can get their re- regional sports you account information as well. Correct. All that stuff's okay. in uh, when you go to Tasco Soccer, it's under the coaching corner. So, okay, okay, gotcha. Um, couple of questions. So the dates uh, tell us. I know I was gonna I was gonna wait till towards the end to ask you the dates for the uh, the convention. Where is it located? And uh, just how I guess how late registration is now open. But I guess how late? How what is what are the deadlines for registration? So uh, the dates are November sixteenth to eighteenth. It's the weekend right before Thanksgiving. Um, we start on that Friday or we start that Thursday night, all day Friday. And then Saturday we have sessions as well. It's at Moody Gardens down in Galveston. It's a great time um, for for registration. We'll take walk up registration when you get there, too. But it would be a lot smoother if you went ahead and uh, registered <laughs> yeah. online. That way, when you get there, we have everything ready for you. Um, we have some great um, grab bags for you when you get there. So if you pre-register and get there early, you're, you're going to get some good swag. So um, November 16th to 18th. Great stuff. Awesome. And again, thank you, Coach. We really appreciate you. And before we let you go, as is customary in our our, uh, our stoppage time, kind of share our final thoughts, shout outs, thank yous, whatever's on your mind as it relates to the game. We kind of like to end on that note. And since you are a guest, the floor is yours. Awesome. I just want to thank you for having me on. I've been a longtime listener of the podcast. Um, I'm you. honored to be here. Um, I, I got involved with Tasco cause I just want to help, um, the community of soccer. If anybody ever has any questions or anything or any ideas, we're always open to listen and hear. We always just want to make it better. Um, I want to thank, you know, of course my wife and family for allowing me to, uh, take the time away to do this. Uh, right. funny story is my, uh, wife decided to run for PTA president of elementary at the same time. So we're both oh, wow. of the PTA and wow. Tasco right now. So it's pretty busy, uh, but it's good stuff. Uh, you know, no complaints, but thank you to the Tasco board too. Um, they do an amazing job. Um, without them, we couldn't do what we do. They're fantastic. I want to thank our sponsors and everybody that's going to be there to present because we can't do what we do without them. And lastly, I want to thank all the coaches in Texas high school soccer, because right. without y'all and what you do for the kids, there would be no reason to have Tasco. It's all about these kids and, you know, having them grow as athletes, the adversity they overcome. And, you know, every coach in this in the state, I can almost tell you without a doubt, is there for the kids. Um, and that's the big, th- big thing that I love about what I do. So. Right. Awesome. Great. Uh, great way to wrap it up there, coach. Thank you. And um, my final thoughts, it's kind of a two parter. The first one, first, first and foremost is, again, thank you. Uh, Thank you for having us for the invite. Once again, thank you to yourself, Coach Kruger, for having us, inviting us back for year two. We're excited. Uh, Going to bring you great coverage of the convention, even better coverage than yeah. last year. Last year was kind of we were getting our feet wet, figuring things out. And uh, we're looking forward to this year. Going to be bringing a lot of great new coverage uh, to you all. And uh, hopefully we can get some some clinicians, some speakers as well that we can more that we can interact with as well. Um, always, you know, schedule permitting. We, we understand how that goes as well. Uh, but we're excited. We're excited about that. We're excited to bring you more great in-depth coverage of uh, of the convention, and uh, and then the other piece too is 
if you if you haven't already registered, you need to be there. Um, it's you know if you've been to coaching school, right? The THSCA. This is what I love about Tasco is yeah, it's sports specific, and because of that, it's it's very intimate, right? It's very intimate, but yet it's by no means is it small, right? You're talking about about a thousand coaches name you know how many other states could you say do that for one sport right uh, that's what makes kind of texas so unique and special as well so it's a great great time great environment and uh, so if you're even if you're an, an assistant coach or new coach you know to the soccer world uh you just want to learn more and you want to grow and more than anything else network and meet people in our sport you definitely need to be there so um, that's that's going to do it. That's going to do it. So again, for coach Jared Shipman, president of Tasco and the head women's soccer coach, Katie Tompkins, I am your host again, coach Hector Cano. And for our listeners, our supporters, you know, where you can find us, maybe you're coming across us for the first time. You can get more information on Twitter X at 50, 50 underscore 50 pod, as well as on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. Make sure you please go, go there sign up, subscribe, sign up for the notifications for all, all our live episodes. You'll get notified. You can find us there at just simply search the 50 underscore 50 podcast. So, and you can also find us on all major podcast platforms, wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, all right, for coach, um, for coach Shipman, I'm coach Cano. And until the next time for our listeners, our supporters, you're the reason why we do it. Thank you. And you know what to do until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by National Scouting Report. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.